The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now listening to the Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Yes, sir, your Eagles undefeated 3-0. The Carson Wentz revenge game was anything but the reunion tour continues. Jalen Rager's in the mud. Carson Wentz is in the mug. Doug is next week. Zach Ertz the following week. Your Philadelphia Eagles are the best team, not only in the NFC East, but in the NFC. We can argue about the whole league in a later time, but they have cemented themselves, in my opinion, firmly as the top seed, the top team, the best in the NFC. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the uh, week three recap episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by TheLibertyLine.com. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok at the Philly Pod. If you are new to the show, appreciate you guys for checking it out. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your podcasts. Leave those reviews. Leave those five-star ratings. Help us become the top Eagles podcast in the city. You guys have been showing uh, great support in recent weeks, especially throughout the offseason, training camp, and now that the season is here, a lot of uh, excitement for the show. So thank you guys for uh, coming back and listening to uh, the things that we have to say about this team. And there are a lot of good things right now to say about this team. Joined by always my co-host. You can follow him on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere else at Stephen Conrad Jr. Instagram is actually real. Stephen Conrad Jr., not fake, real, real takes, yeah. real opinions, real mm-hmm. Real content over there. Be sure to go follow him <laughs> over there. Steven, man, we are, we are shit, man. I'm getting, I said it last week. I'm getting that feeling. I think I have that feeling. I have it. Oh, uh, we, yeah, we this, have it. This Come is on. it, man. This is it. Jalen Hurts is passing. He's passed Mahomes in uh, the MVP odds. It's him and Josh Allen now, two man race for MVP. And the fact that Jalen Hurts's performance yesterday isn't even the main story of the game. The fact that this is becoming the standard. It's quietly becoming the standard. Status quo for Jalen Hurts just shows you where this team is at. How are we feeling? Victory Monday, man. On top of the world, literally. <laughs> I mean, it's just the absolute best, what, three hours of my week Like watching this team where it used to be that. I mean, two years ago, it was the worst three hours of my week, you know, when we're tying the Bengals in overtime, Doug Peterson's punting, punting the ball. Punting in overtime. Yeah, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Something else, man. So far gone from the 2020 woes and taking the worst cap hit uh, in league history thanks to the guy that we beat down yesterday. And now they seemingly have their quarterback. They have a young wide receiver core. The defense is coming into mold. I, it is 
Mm. It is, man, the heart. The heart is racing. You start to you start to get a little too excited about this team, and then you have to take a step back and tell yourself that all right, it's only three weeks, but boy, boy, there. Which, is, by the way, we're doing that. I got into an awful argument, oh, like no. just awful. Like again, I'm getting real. I'm getting better at handling like sports debates, if that makes sense. Not that I didn't know how to handle them before. I think I'm an expert. <laughs> I think I'm an expert at sports debates because I know it's not. Pe- people get too caught up in it being. You're an it's expert real in life polarizing guy. takes. You're an expert in polarizing takes. I, that, All right. That, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. <laughs> right. By choice or not. But uh, <laughs> I know everyone listening, Eagles fans, and I know this is going to hit home for you. But oh, no. I am so, so done with people coming at Eagles fans and Philly fans. Because I got into an argument with this older gentleman, Steelers fan. He's like, oh, man. Anytime the Eagles win a game, you you guys all go to social media and are like, oh, we're going all the way. We're winning the Super Bowl. Like, first of all, you sound stupid. Second of all, why wouldn't you want to have any belief in your team? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're Philly fans. We're the best we in the world. To say we're I'm sorry for the wild card. Yes, here comes yeah, the like, wild what? card. That was fine and, last year. And I hate we- that that's the narrative. They think whenever something goes remotely okay for a Philadelphia sports team, they just assume fans are saying we're going to the Super Bowl. This team right now, we're one of two teams left that are three and zero. The good chance the Giants are undefeated after tonight. Not that that matters. They suck. Daniel Jones is our quarterback. He mm-hmm. throws the ball four yards in an attempt. He's terrible. But <laughs> like Jalen Hurts, who and again, it, it tends to work this way in Philly. When he was drafted, when he was drafted, man, us included, mm-hmm. most of Philly fans booed the pick. Didn't like the pick. We didn't yeah. hate on him the person. All right, let's just get that clear. It, it was wasn't still, like, oh, it was man, still, I don't like It was Hurts. still a poor use of resources back. Like, this, just because he's good now doesn't mean that. In the moment, it was a poor use of resources. In the moment, it a poor use of resources. Carson Wentz was coming off of dragging nobodies to the postseason, and they just gave him that $128 million right. contract. You don't, exactly. You don't give that person, uh, uh, unless they knew something about Carson Wentz that, that we didn't, which apparently they mm. did because they look yeah. smart now for doing it. But you don't, you don't support your franchise quarterback by turning around and drafting uh, another quarterback in the in uh, with a high pick in the draft granted it's worked out for them they made their bed and now they're laying in it and it's working out but it's still you know in hindsight it's still obviously a a poor use of resources at the time it just wasn't supposed to be this way and it is Mm -hmm. they lucked into i don't want to say they lucked into it because there was some there was some like uh like uh like uh research that went into drafting that pick obviously and there was obviously their reservations about Carson Wentz and his injury woes and now that they're kind of quote unquote lucking into the situation I don't care how they get there I mean they can luck into it you can do the research you can be smart oh, about I it I love the pick but, now it's a great the fact pick. that we're here <laughs> and we have this guy I mean I'm not bitching about it I, I I'm I'm definitely not uh, bitching yeah, about it but go ahead with your context is everything is the point I'm trying to make so like it's just the this is just how things work in Philly and man I know it's only 3 weeks but I think it feel it feels as if Jalen is the guy now it's pretty much like it's, it's like, like, unless he like you know what i'm saying it feels like it's i mean he's on a rookie contract he's second in all like do you consider it all purpose yards in the nfl he's second i mean yeah, he, total you yards, know it's total offensive yards he's second yeah. right him and josh allen right those are the top two mm-hmm. yep and he his completion percentage is up i think his td to interception ratio is absurd mm-hmm. uh i mean the, all the stats out there we i'm sure you'll go through them i know you have some oh, you know i'm oh, sure we you got have stats some, we got numbers we got numbers for days over here but yeah man that even you know that jalen hurts and i just saw the stat because i was watching uh, uh get up this morning 
Uh, that's why we're doing this uh, this show. We woke up. You went for your morning walk. I went and did the, the, the stuff. I, I busted out an MVP article this morning, and we'll be headed up to iHeart Studios uh, immediately following this. After this pod comes out, they'll be listening to it, and then we'll be at iHeart Studios doing the Daily Ticket with Sean Brace from 3 to 6 p.m. on Fox Sports Philadelphia, The Gambler. Shameless plug there for the for the radio yeah. station. But there I was go, watching Brace. Get Up. There you go, Brace. I don't want to hear nothing. But uh, but um, I was watching Get Up, and the stat comes up that Jalen Hurts has more yards by himself than 22 other teams right now currently in the NFL. More yards by himself than 22 other offenses in the league. This man is just mm. a one-man Freaking! I mean, not obviously one man because we'll get into the all the facets of the offense. Yeah, we should probably minute. break down the game. I feel like this but, is like uh, a big yeah. Picture. Well, we're we're hype, we're hype. So we're, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna it get needs to be it. it needs to be discussed though because I think I, I can't remember if I texted you. I was actually gonna tweet it, but I couldn't. Like, you ever have like a tweet in mind and you're sitting there and you're just like you can't figure out how to word it. Like, I'm just yeah, like whatever. I just yeah, decided not and to. I have Basically, OCD, so I'm really staring at it, making sure there's no misspellings. Like, it takes me a while to get through right. The tweet. <laughs> I'm sitting there still in disbelief over the Vikings game, and this is when we're starting to like really come on on the Commanders in that game. That's when we're starting to really put it to them. And I'm like, I still can't get over the Vikings game, and now this is happening. Like, I never. Feels like the season's this. moving, man. I almost get sad because before we know it, the season's gonna be over. Again. Yeah, now nah, this is like terrible. There's no way week three <laughs> is over. There's just no way. And I, I, I don't give a shit about the game tonight. It doesn't count. It's week four now, right? It's week four. Now it's week three. It, oh, oh, you mean because uh, yeah, the game? It's week is, four. It's hey, week there's four. no way it's gonna be Cooper worse than the shit show. Time, it's week four. It's no way it's gonna be worse than the garbage ass game we watched last night. That Russell Wilson is definitely cooked. Oh I my god, eat my crow. Weren't we? Weren't we were. Uh, Spent all offseason contemplating if we should trade the farm we for Russell contemplated. Wilson. We contemplated. No, 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 no. Don't do this. We, we did. We did. We contemplated. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We did. We yeah, but there were some forth. Eagles fans that were all in on Russell Wilson. Yeah, yeah. I was never all okay. in, but I was like, if they're going to do it, I mean, <laughs> then I guess they're yeah. going to do it. And yeah, imagine if we traded all three picks for Russell Wilson to look like that. Mm. Holy hell, Jalen Hurts is looking like the man right now. So, yeah, into the, into the recap. We go for the first time since the trade. The Eagles obviously traveled to Washington to face former franchise QB Carson Wentz and like I mentioned at the beginning of the show this revenge game quote-unquote whatever narrative people are going to fly with was anything but because this man Carson Wentz and I haven't watched a lot of Wentz since since the trade uh, I think the most I ever watched him was the Monday night game last year with with Indianapolis and I I, I actually truthfully forgot how bad his pocket presence was like I truthfully forgot how bad this man is in the pocket and one of the beat writers I think it was McLean I can't remember if it was McLean or Kemsky had tweeted at one point that Carson Wentz is the guy that in his mind once an edge rusher runs past him he's just gone he's out of existence I saw that's a perfect that's a perfect analogy because Carson Wentz truthfully (sighs) believes that once he's out of his eyesight they just don't exist and the man just has no presence in the pocket he can't feel anybody coming from behind he still holds on to the ball too long for whatever the reason is and he is stubborn he 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 his sheer refusal to throw the ball away is uh, is is as obvious as ever and i just don't know how this man he'll, he'll be 30 in december i don't know like how how you get this out of him Wentz is what he is at this point but different team same old Wentz. the old habits were on display the eagles sacked him three times within the first five minutes Six sacks by halftime, most in franchise history for a half, nine by the end Mm. of the game, which is the most that Carson Wentz has ever been sacked in his career, which is (laughs) something to say because he was getting sacked an awful lot when he was in in Philadelphia. Tallying up the sacks, Brandon Graham, two and a half, Hassan Reddick, one and a half, 
good on you because uh, I'll let you speak on this in a minute. But you called it. This could be the Hassan Reddick uh, breakout game. Oh my game. god! Yes. Uh, Josh Sweat one and a half sacks. Fletcher Cox one and a half sacks. Javon Hargrave one sack, and T.J. Edwards got the last sack. So I'll give you the floor, Stephen. You can bask in your glory as you called on the uh, on the on the preview pod that maybe we're just waiting for that kind of uh, coming out party for Hassan Reddick, and today was the day because it didn't Wait, how just many show... did he finish with? Uh, he had one and a half, but he had pressures. Okay. He was there, man. He was there I'll so get the, much. Uh, the I'll get the uh, total numbers for him while, while you're speaking. Go ahead, man. How does this? Uh, how good does it feel? We came into the game with three sacks, and now we have 12 on the year, which is near the top of the league. This defensive line is finally showing the uh, potential that we have been clamoring about all offseason. That's the thing on the last podcast, like Vic just highlighted, that was my biggest question mark with this team is I felt like the pass rush wasn't that good. I felt like against the Vikings, we were sending extra guys, you know what I mean, to get pressure. But mm-hmm. the, the key here was, man, the f- the front four was getting pressure. I feel like Gannon didn't really have to, um, you know, send a whole lot of extra blitz or extra help or anything like that. It all started off. And this is a thing, man. This it, Let's just like start from the very beginning. I think the first quote unquote pressure was Jordan Davis, right? Up the middle, he batted Carson Wentz's pass. And exactly, I'm like, yep. Good memory. Oh, shit. Good memory. Batted it down. Yep. You know, people people say he's, at this point of his career, he should only be in on running downs. And I, honestly, man, like he's a big human being. I know, oh, by the way, Fletcher, holy hell, man. This was one of the best games of his career. In For my a man opinion, that believe it or looked not. All, but, all but cooked last year. For a man that was regressed, looked like he had nothing left in the gas tank. He is He, he is having a stellar start to the season. After he kind of had a rough game week one, and I th- he definitely took that personal. The last two games he's been playing out of his mind, and it's crazy because we all kind of assume this is the last hurrah for him, you know, and maybe he wants to go out like a champ. Uh, Brandon Graham coming off of an Achilles injury plays, what, four, 14, 14 seasons in the NFL? 13, 14 seasons in the NFL, uh-huh, two yep, and a half 13. sacks. Yep. I think he had five QB hits. He hit Carson Wentz fifty, or he <laughs> he hit Carson Wentz five times. A guy Amen. we thought like, oh man, we'll take what we we can get with Brent, you know, with BG this year. He's coming off of the worst possible injury an athlete could have, especially an edge rusher when you need to just explode hey, off the line. You need that burst to get off the line. You can't right? tell me this game was not personal. And I told every, I'm not a genius for saying this, but like the, the, this is the beauty of sports, man. I, this is why I was so amped up for this game. And that's why I'm so amped up for the next game too. Cause as much as I love Doug Peterson, who by the way, deserves to get cheered when he takes the field next week. Can we agree with that? Whereas Carson Wentz, when, when, when Washington comes to play Philly, you guys can boo Carson. Absolutely. I don't care. Just don't boo Doug Peterson, the guy who helped deliver yeah, the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's you all can, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you can't boo Doug. You can't boo because Doug didn't like he didn't like force his way out. Like Carson took his ball and like left. Yeah. You know, he he forced his way out. Doug just kind of was like, if I can't have my coordinators, Press Taylor, you know, my grow those guys. If I can't We're have bitch my about coordinators, that when he delivered this town the right, first right, Super Bowl right. in NFL I'm not history, boo like come Carson on, Wentz man. cost us Doug Peterson at the end. Of, at the yeah. End of the, so, but uh, yeah, you can't boo Doug. You can't boo Doug, and he's doing stellar work with uh with uh, Trevor Lawrence over in Jacksonville. Yeah, we'll get into that later in the week when we do yeah. our... Uh, yeah, sorry. I'm all over the place. I'm just... <laughs> the biggest question mark, man, of the team, we thought, was going to be the pass rush, and they got mm-hmm. nine... Now, look, Washington's offensive line's not, like, great, but still, like, nine sacks they're, is nine sacks. They were um, missing, uh, missing their top center. Top center, too. Yeah, so. that definitely helped. But really quick, you touched on Carson. Obviously, he still just has no freak... He has no pocket awareness. I just Nothing. don't understand. Nothing. That awareness rating is, like, 16. At the same like time, though, their game plan was stupid. Yeah, well, they, what did they, they do? Like seven step dropbacks. Like Carson, yeah, like it I takes just, ten. Se- it takes ten seconds for plays to develop. So, like they didn't do Carson 
a lot of favors, but you still got to know when to keep two hands on the ball, throw it away. Yeah. Live to see another down. But yeah, yeah. That, uh, BG that with his classic strip on him. He just had to get it, huh? Yeah, he did. Well, well, you got to think like this defense, Cox, Graham, like the guys that played throughout the duration of Wentz's career, they played against him in practice all those years. They know, they know what his weaknesses are. They know what he's prone to. And they went after the ball and they emphasized, um, punching the ball out in practice last week. The Eagles did. So Sirianni knew. They all knew what Carson Wentz is prone at. It's not a secret. Now let's do that every week, man. I think he leads the league throughout. Since he's coming to the league, Carson Wentz leads the league in fumbles. So I'm not surprised. That is what it is. But Hassan Reddick, uh, I told you I would find those numbers. Two sacks and two QB hits um, wow. he had. So he was he was in Carson's face all day, as yep. was the rest of that defensive line. Carson Wentz was hit 16 total times yesterday, sacked, hit, or under duress for 16.4% of his dropbacks, the most of any in his three games of this season. And he was blitzed on just 25% of mm-hmm. dropbacks, which was the least of any in his three games of the season. So Stephen, what was remember in the uh, in the in the preview pod we did a couple days ago, and we talked about can they get pressure with just four? Because if they if they can get pressure without blitzing, then it's going to be difficult for Carson Wentz uh, to move the ball on this Philadelphia mm-hmm. defense. And those words rung true in this yep. game because seven of the Eagles' nine sacks came without blitzing. That's tied for most X produced with a four man rush in a regular season NFL game over the past three wow. years. That status per PFF. So the Eagles got home with just four guys for the most time. They didn't need the blitz, and and Carson Wentz was under pressure. And surprisingly, didn't throw any picks, but he did have those uh, those two fumbles. <laughs> Very good for the uh, for the defensive line to uh, to to get that pressure. And yeah, it's good that you remembered the uh, the the bat down. I remember for the first play from scrimmage, and Jordan Davis was right up. Well, like uh, Carson's a huge. He's a big human six, being. Five, he just man. batted his first pass. I was like, damn. Yeah, it's, that's 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 uh, as a six five guy. You need to uh, you need to do better than that. Um, he, Jordan Davis was also in that uh, in the last sack, the very last sack that T.J. Edwards got. Jordan Davis got in his grill, wasn't able to wrap him up, but uh, but uh, it is what it is. Team on top of that, on top of just just Carson Wentz, the offense couldn't muster up anything in general. Of course, until the second half. The, if you had to guess how many yards the Commanders had in the first half, how many <laughs> yards do you think they had? Well. Well, wait, wasn't the net yardage like negative? Negative one yards they had oh total in the first half, for the, and the Eagles had well over three hundred. So, man, yeah, the defense harassed them all day, and 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 that was the that was the formula. If you can get in Carson's face, they're not going to stand much of a chance, and that's exactly uh, uh, what had happened. So, moving on to the uh, to the other star of the show, boy, whatever the uh, whatever the narratives were after Week One, after Devontae Smith didn't record a single catch. Yeah, those uh those notions were abolished yesterday <laughs> with a career high day. Eight catches on twelve targets, a hundred and what was it? What was it? Uh, hundred sixty nine yards. Hundred and sixty nine yards, including that touchdown at the end of the first half that apparently Hertz called on his own. It wasn't even in the game plan, which is which is wild. Devontae's one hundred and fifty six yards in the first half are the most by any Eagles player in a half since Kevin Curtis in two. 2007 career highs in both yards and receptions i did not know what i was watching half the time because we, we there has been much made about who's 1a who's 1b with aj and Devonte here and it really doesn't matter because aj can have his day um and then you know jalen hurts had the day uh minnesota and then yesterday was all about Devonte smith and that's with dallas goddard and aj brown scoring touchdowns their first of the season how how ex- I don't even I don't even know how to how to put the excitement into words. How, just watching Smitty go off 
in the ways that we saw Jamar Chase do it last year, saw Jalen Waddle doing it, and you were like, <laughs> when is this Smithy's going to have that game? And yesterday, yeah. we finally got that game. I just you're right, and I just didn't think in this offense that's a thing because the ball gets distributed so much evenly. I mean, Grant Calcaterra had a 40 yard catch, man. Yeah, that you was know? when Goddard had to come out. He had a shin and by the way, Quez Quez is not going to get a lot of props, but he he kind of he was the first of this uh, just onslaught from the receivers because that PI I think it was either on the first or second drive when we were kind of right. stalling, mm-hmm. uh, attacked that corner. He was in the slot. Quez was in the slot on that play. But anyway, to touch on Devonte, I want to sit here and compare him and AJ Brown. I kind of want to be like you know lightning and thunder, but mm-hmm. I can't really do that because Devonte may look like he's fast, he's quick, the route running and all that, but like this dude this dude's playing above the rim. He's mossing people. It's like, wild, man. That 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 uh play before the touchdown, the, the rock the, bottom he took. <laughs> he took Oh my god. So that's the thing. Everybody in my house was panicking and thought he was hurt after that and I'm like, "Nah, he's upset he didn't score." I know that. Look, he wanted to score on that play. I thought I he just he got the wind, the wind knocked out of him. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. When you hit your back but, on the ground, you know, that sucks oh all my the god, wind he, out of you. Got rock bottom into oblivion. He went up so high for that. I mean, he just keeps he keeps doing it. Like you just look at him, and he looks like he looks like he's built like like Kenny Stills or one of those guys that just runs go routes and can't really do anything else. And he's just out here making these plays. They don't call him, you know, the Slim Reaper for nothing. I mean, I I am in disbelief that catch, man. And then obviously the one that Ron Rivera's old ass didn't have enough time to throw the challenge flag out for. <laughs> I mean, just reward him. That was a phenomenal catch, man. I mean, you can say what you want. And then you said the play hurts just pulled out of his ass. I was panicking because we're out of timeouts, and I'm like, the clock is like these yards. The clock like paused on the screen. Yes, and I'm like, wait, we don't have enough time to run Jake Elliott out there because the clock's running. You can't spike the ball because it's fourth down. And he just rips the ball out of the corners. I don't, oh my god, dude, that just, is poise you see in ten-year veterans. That kind of that kind of play. And they said yeah, that, I don't that know how they didn't even poise. run that play in the game plan. How did you go up to the line of scrimmage, run the check into that play with the clock <laughs> winding down, and just remain cool, calm, and collected? And we 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 speak all the time about Hertz and his and his stoic expression and and his composure. And that is that is something you don't you don't see from guys until they are well well into the league, not from a guy. And that's why you want a guy like that playing quarterback in those situations. Oh man, that is just calm you can prep court. all you want, but those situations happen in games. You know yeah, what I mean? You can't. We know prep that hurts as a gamer. We we've been that's been that's been the narrative that hurts as a gamer. He's not a big practice guy. He just he just shows up under the lights. He hit seven different receivers in this game. Devontae Smith eight catches. Uh, AJ Brown five catches, eighty five yards. Grant Calcaterra you mentioned forty yards. <laughs> Goddard, three catches. Pascal, three catches. Jack Stahl, Miles Sanders, one catch apiece. Uh, speaking of Zach Pascal, one thing I didn't like, mm. uh, that fourth down play call with the end around yeah. to Zach Pascal. So two things on that play call. Number one, running east to west, like running horizontal on a fourth and one never ends well. I don't know <sighs> well, they got too cute on that game. I That's Chip Kelly type agree, but shit. You liked ahead. it? I, you liked it? Oh, I'll give you the um, floor in a second. That's Chip Kelly-esque. It's Chip Kelly, DeMarco yeah. Murray type stuff. You don't want to see that. And if you are going to run that play, if you if you are so dead set on running that play, do not give the ball to Zach Pascal. Give it to somebody yeah, else. Okay. Give it to AJ. Give it to Miles. Somebody who can get you the yards. But you have stocky-ass Jalen Hurts and just run the QB sneak. I don't know why. I don't know why. And they ran the timeout. He, he ran the sneak, and I don't think he got it, actually. He ran the sneak, uh, but they called the timeout before the sneak. And they had a whole timeout to think about what they were going to run, and that's the play that that Sirianni whips out. So that's something I, uh, I, I didn't like. But you were a fan of it, apparently. Um, 
I didn't feel usually I feel confident with the Hurts QB sneak in that situation, but for some reason I'm looking at that commander's defensive line and I'm like, I just don't know yeah, if they can win here, man. Stocky, Jared Allen, uh, I mean I Jonathan don't know. Allen. Sirianni Swift. got way too cute in that I just don't agree with doing an end around with with uh Pasqua there. I think yeah. it should have been you would think you go Quez like pure speed, but I would do that with AJ Brown because he just the yards after contact with that man, I, I'm willing to bet on him. You know what I mean in that situation. Um, I think uh, I think Kenny G was the running back on that play anyway. So I'm like, yep. wait, I don't yeah, know about it's this. It's going man. to somebody we're not playing for. Maybe Sirianni's approach was like we're going to give it to a guy that not everybody is expecting. Well, wait, I thought Steichen calls plays. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Okay. Steichen. Let's just be Steichen. clear here, guys. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. 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 Good call. Good call. Let's get let's get <laughs> off his back now. Come on. But yeah. But yeah. So the yeah, the career game from uh from from uh Devonte Smith Shirley. We were we were waiting for it, and he is uh off and running. The Eagles now have two uh, receivers. I believe A.J. Brown is fourth in the league right now in receiving yards, and Devontae Smith is 11th. So we're towing the line of having two top 10 receivers. In and that. A.J. Brown is still the best third-down wide receiver in the NFL. Correct, correct. And, and another victory lap I'm going to give you is that uh, um, Darius Slay's assessment has also rung true in the fact that the team does, in fact, have three Batmans. And Batman just happens <laughs> to be... Your favorite superhero, and I see you. You want to do masks, yeah, you that tailgate, huh? you want to do the whole, you want to do the whole bit. So, <laughs> what, do you not so, support it? I, I, I'm you fine. can't do the I'm underdog just, thing I'm, now. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I'm just saying, Batman's a lame superhero. That's all I'm saying. Oh, Batman's he's not, not a real. Lame. He's a you're, he's not a real gonna, superhero. You, so he's you're gonna call AJ Brown lame? For no, that's fine. They can be the Batmans. That's fine. That's fine. They can do all that. We're we're having the shirts made with the with the Batman bodies on the and the and the heads. We're gonna do the whole thing. But I just know Batman is you're a diehard Batman fan, and I know Hell it just yeah, makes you Love grin it. ear to ear when you hear that there <laughs> our receivers are literally called Batmans. This is your no Robins your... on this team, man. Come on, <laughs> no Robins. Yeah, Zach Pascal was surely a Robin yesterday. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, he Sirianni really wanted that man. He must have really wanted. He probably thought uh, Pascal was going to score on that play on that end around, huh? Uh, but no, man, the Batman did. thing's dope, dude. Don't come on the cape thing. That's that's dope. If anybody's going to hate on it, you're a loser. Get it. Get uh, over yourself. I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying Batman's not a real super. No, but, but you know, there's fine. just people that are like, oh, just hand the ball to the ref. Shut up. This team's got <laughs> swag. They got good vibes. They're winning. I mean, I want- the under the, the underdog mask thing was dope. So the fact that they're able to come up, you know, with something new here, I like it. I like yeah, it. we're probably going to see those masks because last year at the tailgates, what was it, sunflowers because of the flower shit? Scene oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. And now we got Batman, so we got something a little cooler. So that'll be. I think I got a cape. I might wear a cape to the next. Yeah, cape would be lit. Yeah, yeah, they were. I don't they, think I'm doing that. I can't do a mask. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not trying to put it on my face. AJ Brown whipped out the cape after his touchdown. Devonte Smith put it on after his touchdown, and AJ Brown said he got it for nine ninety nine on Amazon, and I'm sure they're sold out. So if you're gonna get a cape, you might have to hit Party City or something, because I don't think you're gonna find them on uh on on Amazon. Um, we kind of shit on Zach Pascal just now, but I do want to recognize his uh his blocking. Do you remember mm-hmm. the screen, Devonte Smith screen, the second oh, yeah. half? Oh, Pascal yeah. laid that dude out. So um, yep. the, uh, he he takes pride in his run blocking. So I do want to give him his respect uh in that regard. So the fact now. That the stellar performance from Jalen Hurts is now the third thing. I know we opened up and, and gushed about it for a little bit, but the now that Jalen Hurts is the third bullet on the list just lets you know how far his progression has come. Because, you know, if this time last year, if he put together a 343 touchdown game, we would be we would get on this pod, we'd be screaming about it, and we are gonna scream about it. But the fact now that this is starting to feel more and more like the norm, starting to feel more like this is the standard now. Maybe we should start expecting this from Hurts because now it's starting to feel like like these are the games that is just Hertz is just gonna 
put together like normally. And this is, I can't even begin to explain the excitement of having, having a quarterback like that. Again, I know three weeks, we don't want to act like this is like, we have our QB for the next 10 years. We still got to see how the rest of the season, uh, uh, I'm sold. I mean, yeah, this, (laughs) well, this is the thing, man, you you know, what stood out with me. And again, the deep ball, I mean, maybe I'm wrong at this point, but the the deep ball is never going to be prettiest deep ball in the league, bro. Oh, you're going there. He has a pretty deep ball. That might be his strongest Holy throw is the shit. deep ball. Whoa. His strongest ball is it's not we all know it's not the intermediate throws. It's not the short throws. I, I, he what do you mean? He was he's got like one of the best passer ratings between 10 yes, and 15. Yes, I know now I'm saying I'm saying as a whole though. Like as like since his career started as as a as a full landscape like you take the full sample Wait, you mean size. to tell me the guy that people were once calling Noodle Arm has the best the prettiest deep ball in the NFL? I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think he's always had nice. He hit, he had the good one to yeah. Quez last year. He hit Deshaun in his rookie year after Wentz got benched. I think I think he's always had a nice deep ball personally but yeah i mean that doesn't that's not to say that the well, what i'm arms. saying is i don't think i think what's gonna make him make his money in this league and cement himself is the intermediate throws which he did the first couple weeks of the season obviously did yesterday too but yesterday was all about the deep ball this guy was slinging the damn thing mm-hmm. think the two to Devonte, i believe did aj have a long ball hold up i don't know he had one that he missed he had a long ball but he missed it uh two to quez which both drew penalties like he's an efficient deep ball thrower now it's a weapon and obviously i mean when you got wild <laughs> wild goose you got dude, that's wild such goose. a lit last name i wish my last name was wild goose yo when you that got wild goose out there i mean obviously your eyes are gonna light up a little bit but it's the <laughs> fact that he is not scared in the slightest man like the offense was kind of stalling in the beginning he's like yo quez let's go let's attack this guy i'm like dude this guy is playing quarterback out there all three levels i i will keep saying this it's like a basketball comparison, a three-level score. He's playing quarterback at all three levels. He is a three-level quarterback. You can't tell me there is one part of the field he is not targeting. Everybody's like, last year, oh, he doesn't throw to the middle of the field. He is targeting every dimension, every universe of the field, okay? Everywhere. He's running, throwing everywhere, period. Yeah, I got to look at What's that. What's the question mark? Chart. I got to look at the passing chart from yesterday to see to see where exactly all those targets were because I'm sure it's going to be – um um. I'm sure it's going to be encouraging to see because he used to avoid the middle of the field last year, you know, never threw in between the hashes. And now, you know, you see that you see that changing week by week. And to your point, the confidence in the 50-50 balls, confidence that he didn't have last year when he was obviously throwing the Jalen Rager. He's throwing those balls with confidence. And if you miss him, you miss him. But more often than not, he knows that Devontae evidently yesterday or AJ as evidence in the Detroit game is going to come down with those balls. And that is... uh, that is that is something to be happy about, especially when you consider uh, the the woes and what the detractors were saying heading into the year. And we already had detractors after the first two years because they still weren't impressed with Hurts and has only had one passing touchdown. You're not going to win MVP when you only have one passing touchdown. Mm. And he was strictly a pocket passer yesterday because yeah, Washington's was. game plan was to contain Hurts. Don't let him outside the pocket. And for the most part, they succeeded. <laughs> He only had 20 rush yards on, on seven rushes, and they, they succeeded in that game plan, and it still didn't matter because Hurts picked them apart from the pocket, and I just don't know how you're going to defend the guy. He's still with the slow starts, started one for five. Those, uh, that, that, that's a trend that he has to get out of, but, man, he really cooked after that, and that is, uh, that, that, that is encouraging to see. Encouraging to see. Uh, Hurts became the first player in NFL history yesterday with at least 900 yards passing and 150 rushing yards in the first three weeks it feels like this man's setting records and of course you can tailor your stats to create your own and and make it sound like people are breaking history every week uh but hurts 
MVP chance as he's leaving the stadium, man. Is he? Is he your? And of course, we like we were coming off the high of the game, but Steven, is he your NFL MVP right now? <laughs> I mean, he's in their argument now with Josh Allen. It's hard to argue against either. And obviously, Josh Allen's coming off a loss. We're undefeated. Why doesn't but, Why doesn't the NFL have a most improved award? Because that definitely would be Jalen Hurts. Mm, that is true. You know, this kind of goes back to the uh, for the true Philly Pod fans, the OGs. This kind of goes back to the open practice several years ago when Jalen came out. I don't know if you remember. I started. I attempted a MVP chant. You're like, dude, shut up, shut up. <laughs> and the best part about that was we were in the same section. I just remember she was sitting several rows across with uh, Miss Slay at the time. Yep. Who, by the way, look, Darius, that man, that man's back is just tend that man. He needs a massage. Just tend him, Miss Slay, all right? Just tend him. That's all I'm saying. We need him. This secondary, how have we not talked about the secondary? We got the best secondary in the NFL. Uh I, I do have a couple things that uh that that weren't so great in the game. But uh the secondary, to your point, uh, we can talk about Darius Slay uh in and out the lineup throughout the game dealing with the dealing with the injury. But uh, until the second half had pretty much made Terry McLaurin non existent, mostly because Wentz was on the ground for <laughs> Most of the yeah. first half, James Badbury did a stellar job on on Jahan Dotson, and uh, other than a first couple catches, Avante Maddox did a good job on Avante Maddox. So to your point, no uh, no glaring holes in the secondary, but I will say this, and I know we're, we're not going to be too hard on him because he's only been with the team for a little bit. But um, Chauncey Gardner Johnson really got. <laughs> I don't know if he like just looks slow out there, or his like recovery speed is not up to snuff. <laughs> But there was one play in particular where Darius Slay, like basically they were they were in zone coverage, and Darius Slay gave McLaurin to like the safety. There was a miscommunication, but uh, yeah, def- you remember a, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. McLaurin ran past the Slay. One good Slay, pass Slay play gave him had, the yeah. safety. Uh that was yeah, the one the one long completion that they did have, and and Gardner Johnson was like getting over there. Um so so there's obviously some refinement to be there. Epps has been good. Mm. Um, so that's probably if I had to pick a hole, it's probably that. And like punter, I guess you can say punter, <laughs> but you're not going to do anything about the punter midseason because you're not going to screw up uh, bringing in a new holder. In here well, this is a Elliott. good um, – keep in mind, we said this on the preview pod that this is a good wide receiver group that they were playing. I really right. think Washington has one of the better wide receiver groups. It's just the fact that the combination of you know our pass rush and our secondary playing good uh, – Yo, did did Howie Roseman did he like install the defensive game plan this week? Come on, because like Gannon's known for his like, and maybe he's finally adjusting. But like, man, like you just can't tell me. And Howie's there; he's there in Washington, the wor- the dumpster fire of a stadium. He's there pregame in his suit. I'm like, that shit Dude. was leaking. Did you hear? That shit was leaking. Number oh, one, the was, railing. Man. The railing that collapsed last year, they nailed it down or taped it down, whatever they yeah, did. Yeah, what the hell, dude? And they put up a sign that said, please don't lean on the railing. A sign of all the precautions to take. A sign is going to stop I guess they people. can't afford to like actually fix no, the stadium because they they're paying Carson Wentz all that money. That's what now, I'm saying. Right? They need to take some of Carson's <laughs> salary and repair the goddamn stadium. And oh, uh, the shit God. was leaking. And on top of that, did you see the dude throw the beer at Jalen Hurts at the end? Yes. Who the hell did that? You fuck? Fuck? If that was an Eagles fan, this would be on national fucking news right now. Yep. If that happened, be on USA Today, Associated Press, we'd be seeing that shit fucking for days. Um, so, so, uh, 
Shout so, out to all the uh, fans of Philly folks uh, that traveled. You guys represented really well. Oh, that looked yeah, fun. Squad deep. Holy hell! I was as I much as had I FOMO wanted to go, man. I know, I know, but that stadium just sucks. I was like, I don't know if I could go in that stadium like confidently, but we'll be in Arizona in two weeks. That'll be the that'll be, that'll yeah. be lit. That's I think one. that's the good. I think that's the best uh, game before the bye week. To be honest, I think Kyler. He's obviously the best quarterback because there's no debt. I don't know, man. I'm telling you, this Jags team is going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. This happens, though. I get scared before every game. Every time, this is what yeah, happens. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I, I knew we'd win the game, but I didn't think we were going to sack Well, Carson I predicted, yeah, I thought it was going to be, I think I predicted 31-20. So, yeah. there you go. There you go. All right. So, uh, one more, uh, I guess, negative, you know, as, as, as hype as we are about the Eagles. Should we be concerned? about the sluggish second half. Uh, this is the second consecutive game where they didn't score a single point in the second half. They they grew a big enough deficit to where they could just kind of coast. I'm sure they were taking a conservative approach and allowing the defense to just apply pressure. We're going to allow Carson Wentz to, to, to beat us. If they're going to get back in this game, it's going to be <laughs> by, by, by ways of the offense. So are we, because they're going to make sure the offense doesn't uh, you know commit any mistakes. Jalen Hurts is fairly good with taking care of the football. We're not going to do anything dangerous on offense. Let's allow Carson Wentz to try and beat us if they're ever going to get back in this game. But should we be concerned about taking our foot off the gas in the second half? Because you're not going to be able to do that against good teams that we're going to be playing you know later on in the season. Uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is kind of your concern level with the, uh, with the, with the second half slug? I'll give it like a six on the concern scale because it's not like they're blowing these leads. They're winning these games. Uh, obviously, it's you can't like I think I tweeted I'm not that concerned because it's been a couple of weeks. Like of all the things for there to be a problem, I'm glad it's that. And it's not like we're blowing these leads. But like you like you just said, you're probably not going to be up, you know, 24 to zero on one of the better teams at halftime. So you're going to have to find ways to actually maintain drives in the second half, score the ball. They're definitely taking their foot off the gas. Um, I was I was pretty hyped. We we started the second half off with a forty yard completion of Grant Calcaterra, and I'm like, oh we're, yeah, we're not letting up. I think we're we're gonna figure it out. But I don't know what it is, man. I feel like at least in this game, I don't know, man. The game plan was really weird in the second half. I feel like they were still they still tried attacking down the field. Now, obviously, if Hurts completes that long ball to AJ Brown, you feel differently. You leave the second half with a touchdown at least, right? I don't know. I just feel like the the commanders adjusted and we just took our foot off the gas. The run game wasn't really working. Uh, I don't know. I think and me personally in that situation, I probably would have went to a more uh, quick passing game in the second half. That would have been my mindset, right? I, I feel like they didn't really do anything differently. They took their foot off the gas. I don't really know, man. Like I'll it, say it this. felt like Hertz was looking down the field a lot in the second half. And I'm like, well, you kind of just want to maintain these drives, man. On the road, you got a lead. I don't think you need to do all that. I'll say this. I wanted that shutout. I really wanted that oh, shutout. Oh, yeah. But Boston Scott apparently didn't care about the shutout because he just stayed in the end zone. <laughs> and got fucking Why is Boston Scott our go-to back in that situation? I, do you I, think I, he's going to one yard man? You need a power back, man. Scout back. The scat back is not the... Uh, 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 not the answer in that regard, but yeah, uh, I'm not, I'm not overly concerned with it. I would like to see because the scores, I feel like the scores make it seem like it was a little closer than it was. It was pure decimation because I'm, yeah. I know when I write my recaps and I'm writing about beatdowns and I'm looking at the score and I'm like, all right, maybe it wasn't a, a beatdown per se. It was still a two possession game. Uh, but yeah, it would be nice to get up into the thirties. You have all these yards that's yeah. trying to get in the end zone in the, uh, in the, uh, second half. Uh, I want to read you the rest of this uh, schedule because I was 
reading just now through the schedule. And, bro, I don't know if... Oh, man, let's not do this, guys. I'm, I'm just week saying, by, bro. I'm, I'm week saying, bro. Week, guys. God damn it. We, we can't have Doug come into Philly and beat us, guys. Let's slow down. I don't, I don't know, bro. So, Jags next week, right? And then Cardinals. <laughs> Those are probably the two toughest games, I would say, back-to-back. Jags, Cardinals. You got Dallas, Cooper Rush right before the bye week. Well, hold up. I mean, the Vikings on paper, that was supposed to be a tough game. Yeah, but I'm saying remaining games, remaining games. Oh, okay. so Jaguars and Cardinals are probably, your, I would say, probably toughest stretch at this point. Uh, then you got Dallas. That's Cooper Rush before the bye week. Then you have the Steelers, who don't look great right now with Mitch Trubisky, unless they make a change at quarterback. And then you have rookie Kenny Pickett in there. Texans, no. Commanders again. Colts, who beat the Chiefs yesterday somehow. Packers, tough game. Titans, I assume will be tough. Derrick Henry, uh, they don't look great either, though. Giants, Bears, Cowboys with Dak back. And then that rounds out. the, And then Saints and then the Giants in January. Mm. So maybe I, I'm seeing like what, three losses at most. About to I say three <laughs> losses at most, man. It's tough. I think we're only. I think we're favored in like all but two games for the remainder of the year. I have to go back and wow. see the odds, but that is uh, wild to just look at. I was looking at the schedule and I was like, "Yo, we might run the table, bro. We might run the table." Mm. <laughs> Jalen Hurts continues to impress Devontae Smith with a career high game. Defense gets to Carson Wentz nine times, nine, nine. God damn, nine. Most in uh, Carson Wentz's career, which is wild to uh, all of our new additions. Man had a fingerprint on this game too. Yeah, that's that's good. Once I think that was a Reddick, question we brought up that. last time, and Reddick finally had his. Bradbury continues to just be a baller. Lockdown. I know Slay literally takes receivers out of the game, and they can't even target the other guy because Bradbury yeah. just shuts them down. It's it is. This is just. And then Maddox is like exactly where he should be, man. He was matched up against. I don't know where Curtis Samuel ranks in the slot, but I mean he's pretty explosive. And he's he good. Had nice he had a very good game last week. He's he's been good. He, and they use him all over the field. And Maddox, you know, basically rendered him. Hating on Chauncey uh, Garner, dude. I remember he had a couple of plays. He's jawing. I'm I think hating he, on him. I'm just saying. Little, like, um, I'm just saying. You need some. Nobody refinement. told me about his little uh, green. What is that in the back of his head there? I don't oh, know. He did something. Yeah, he did something. Yeah, it's like tips. a green dread. Yeah, that's 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 dope. I will say though, this energy is definitely reminiscent of 2017. The dancing, the the uh, the uh, how Devonte did the armful, reminiscent of Jalen last season. Oh boy, I'm 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 almost there, bro. I'm, I'm mm. it's it's. I needed this. This was huge for Devonte, man. The the def- I just everything. I don't know where. To, I feel like a Dallas game is next. He only had 26. You know what this felt like, man. This game to me felt like, and this is how I just know he's legit. I know there was serious question marks about, um, is Devontae Smith like this or that? Maybe he's just like a perfect number two. This game was a reminder that he is a number one and he has the mindset of a number one. This game to me felt like his Bama days where he's just out there just exactly. wrecking the other yes. teams. Just yes. everywhere. And you, like, and you know what did it for me? I, I said it yesterday to my cousin yesterday when we were watching the game. The one where he caught he caught a crossing route. And then ran it up the sideline for like 15 yards. Like that is Bama Smitty right there. That's that's Smitty specialty from. It Alabama. doesn't look like he accelerates either. He just kind of separates, bro. And he just moves. You know what I'm saying? Long he just like strides. separates. He's like a deer. He reminds me of a deer. Lanky ass legs. Fucking just yeah. <laughs> stride for stride. Uh, we do want to pay our respects. AJ to, Brown. Uh, ha- sorry, AJ Brown did that too. I think it was a crossing route too. He was taking it to the sideline, and then he literally comes to a stop. And turns up, and everybody just stares at him because they don't like. People like, are scared like, death attack. <laughs> wait, like, is he like? Because it doesn't look like he's moving fast. He's just that big and can accelerate. Like, oh my god, these guys he's, are unbelievable. People are scared to death to tackle him. They like he runs. He runs full oh, speed. How about comes the to touchdown, man? 
And yeah, that's just that's talk just about power bully right ball, there. dude. Just that's literally just bully ball. Oh my that's god, just power. AJ also, Brown I, has the slowest stutter step I ever seen, and he just beats people with it because people are terrified to tackle him. That's just that is just what it is. Speaking of receivers, we do want to acknowledge one former one that is apparently lighting him up in uh in Las Vegas right now. Mac Hollins, eight catches, one hundred and fifty eight yards yesterday. All right, what is going on? I, I'm just saying, <laughs> Mac Hollins, bro. <laughs> How is this happening? How is this? How is this? Uh, how is this going on? I just wanted to, you know, to you know, mention that. Thank you guys for tuning into this uh, week one recap episode of the Philly Pod, celebrating the uh, Eagles' beatdown of Washington. They moved to three and zero for the first time since the 2016 season. Look to remain undefeated next week when Doug comes home to Philadelphia at Lincoln Financial Field and the reunion tour continues we'll have a recap episode or a preview episode of that game coming up later in the week be sure to follow me the host of victor williams on instagram twitter uh tiktok at the philly pod follow steven on the same platforms at steven conrad jr instagram is real steven conrad jr be sure to visit the libertyline.com for around the clock coverage on all five major sports in philadelphia eagles sixers phillies union flyers flyers preseason kicked off um we will have media day recap today uh, from Kevin McCormick, he will be recapping everything that's going on in media day right now. I believe PJ Tucker ha- apparently had surgery. They're talking to Harden right now, so we will have all that oh. info up for you uh, as well. He joked with the reporters and said he lost 100 pounds. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's you know he has to be a smartass uh, about that. So what keep a time to be a freaking Philly fan, oh, guys! Man, two Visit parades in one year, line, man. We're getting two parades in one year, bro. I cannot. Come on, man. We got to celebrate with us. Let's go, birds! Three and zero, baby, undefeated. Catch y'all in the preview episode later in the week. Peace out from the Philly Pot. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.